Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You will have heard of the phrase, put out the stops, or putting out all the stops. If you are not an organist, you might not have realized that that phrase does in fact come from the pipe organ, because we pull out stops to make the organ go louder. If we pull out basically all the stops... It does that. Although we can't actually pull them all out, because if we did, it wouldn't sound particularly pleasant. It would sound something like this. So we put out most of the stops instead. Boy, a big old church pipe organ. I miss that sound. I miss that sound. So many of the churches these days, and it's fine. I mean, teach their own. Absolutely. I'm not saying one's right, one's wrong. So many churches these days have the contemporary rock and roll band and everything, and it's it's fine. I find some of the music a little lame as a musician, but it's not about that. It's about worship and and fellowship and the rest of it. So, again, I'm not saying what's bad or what's good. You do what you do, and, and God bless you. But I miss the sound of the big old pipe organ. Oh, what a glorious sound. And expensive, too. Oh, boy. That's an elaborate machine, man. I, oh, good buddy of mine, his older brother, uh, is a friend of mine growing up, Gladys, um, in high school. We actually, we played together in the first rock and roll band I ever played in, come to think of it. Um, and we wrote some songs together and recorded together as kids, and it was, it was great. And we've lost touch, unfortunately. But his big brother, who was also a terrific musician, ended up in his career. He's kind of a hippie guy, very bright, but just, Kind of a hippie dude. Um, he's, he ended up, his career was uh, servicing pipe organs in churches. Uh, servicing them and repairing them and then dealing with if you needed new pipes or whatever. What an interesting feel, but man, the sound of those things is just awesome. Anyway, so that's where that phrase comes from, huh? Pull out all the stops, yeah. Yeah, I happen to know that just as... Uh, and and my, uh, my wife's uh, maid of honor was a church organist. 
as a matter of fact. Uh, the lovely Bonnie. And so uh, I would watch her play and ask her questions about it and stuff like that. Because, again, it is, I mean, it's unbelievable. A guitar player with, like, a, a wall of uh, martial amps or something got nothing on a church organist in terms of creating an awesome noise. Anyway, uh, it's funny. Um, I miss that sound. i got to seek out a church that's got a big old pipe organ and just go listen to the music. Uh, anyway, uh, back to the business of the hour. <clears throat> Referenced this last hour, and I wanted to pay it off. Uh, this is from the Washington Times, Tom Howell, uh, writing about um, the, the continuing and growing trend of Americans voting with their feet uh, on politics. Political leanings help create a state-by-state political divide in America. And we'll we'll hold off on a discussion of how good or bad this is and, and some of the whys. I just wanted to get to, to what's happening first. Um, there's talk of a great decoupling in which Americans sort themselves by ideology and create deeper shades of red and blue cro- pockets across America. Again, that's on the is this good or not and, and what's it likely to, you know, what effects are it likely to have. Um, And I don't want to get too much into that, but um, he writes, residents are fleeing high-cost liberal states such as California for Idaho, Texas, and other places. Politics isn't the leading cause, but signs show it as a clincher for conservatives who are fed up with the state's one-party rule. Well, if you're new to the show or you you haven't listened, you don't listen much or, or you haven't caught this, we get emails in particular all the time from former or soon-to-be former Californians, just because the the talk show started in California and grew throughout California before it extended nationally and and now to a a rather successful podcast. Um, And so, you know, we have a great reservoir of of, of wonderful folks who've listened for a long time from California. And when they vote with their feet and leave, they always (laughs) drop us a note. Because, you know, we've talked about the challenges of the wonderful, gorgeous ridiculous, corrupt, idiotic state of California. And it's all those things. Anyway, um, they always let us know. So we've got probably a better sense of this trend than Tom Howell Jr. in the Washington Times. Terrific writer, and he wrote a great piece, but we get hammered with this stuff all the time. And uh, I've made the point before, but I want to make it again. He says, uh, politics isn't the leading cause. Yeah, it's tough to tough to say what's the leading cause for a lot of people. Few things are only one thing. There's often a stew. When you hear Gavin Newsom say, we want to fly illegal immigrants to California to have abortions at taxpayer expense, that's galling. When you hear that same lunkhead governor suggest that if there's a custody dispute and Mom wants their boy to have his penis removed and become a girl, and Dad thinks that's abhorrent, especially because we're talking about a child. Gavin says, bring that child to California, and we won't even help law enforcement in that custody dispute. We'll make sure that kid can get disfigured here in California. You hear stuff like that? Is it the cost, the expense, the high price of everything, or that? That makes people leave. Well, it's both. It's both. You can put, uh, well, ask any former California. You would put up with a lot to live in California because it's so cool in so many ways. 
But after a while, you just get worn out. Anyway, back to the article, because it's very informative. Uh, let's see. Uh, so those, the politics isn't the leading cause, but it is a clincher. Uh, in other cases, economic opportunity upends the political makeup of a state or calcifies an ideology within a region. Those flocking to, for instance, manufacturing jobs in Texas. They work hard. They probably don't have lofty degrees, and that brings them in uh, with them a conservative worldview and defying odds makers who said the state was going to be trending blue. Well, it's not really happening. Conversely, an influx of college-educated voters is hitting states such as North Carolina and Georgia and giving their political DNA a more liberal bent over time. We were talking about North Carolina earlier, the research triangle, uh, Raleigh-Durham, Chapel Hill, that whole big area, uh, Cary, North Carolina, uh, seeing a huge influx of tech workers and, and people with college degrees and master's degrees and the rest of it. Um, and, and North Carolina reliably read, you know, since the dawn of time, uh, is getting uh, more and more purple by the day. The Conservative Convention of States Action nonprofit recently released a survey that found people were increasingly basing their locations on political considerations. Uh, in the poll, which was conducted by the Trafalgar Group, more than 4% of independents and Republicans reported moving in the previous three years to regions that more closely aligned with their beliefs. Now, you hear 4%. That's not many people, but hang on now. 4% of independents and Republicans reported moving in the previous three years to regions that more closely aligned with their beliefs. I mean, one out of 25 isn't a ton, but it's worth noting about 1% of Democrats reported doing the same, so far fewer. I think part of the reason for that um, is that uh, Democrats are uh, hugely concentrated in urban areas. And so you've got the vast majority of Democrats already in places where Democrats are in charge. And just just by the sheer bulk of their numbers in, in the big cities. I mean, there are some liberals in Austin, Texas, for instance. But, I mean, compared to the population of, a, I don't know, whatever, Seattle, it's 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 a blip, really. Uh, so that's part of the reason of the imbalance in those numbers, I think. But uh, the pollster said the trend is poised to accelerate. About 10% of independents and Republicans said they were planning to move in the new year to regions that more closely aligned with their beliefs. Even if they don't all pull the trigger... said they're planning to move next year to places that aren't as obnoxious, aren't so obnoxious politically to them. About 2% of Democrats said the same thing. But five times as many independents and Republicans. Now, I've got to pause again, a little analysis. It's up to you whether you think my analysis holds water or not. I think it probably does. If you're a conservative... And you're thinking of leaving where you are to somewhere more friendly politically. It's almost certainly because you think there's too much government, too much regulation, too much nitpicking. And obnoxious policies like, uh, you know, giving abortions to anybody who shows up at taxpayer expense. But in short, there's too much government control. That's going to get you out faster than a Democrat who thinks there's too little political control here. I want more government doing more things. And the imbalance is, and I think you know this already, 
a government that has too much power, good luck clawing, clawing back 20% of that. Getting government to give up power. We've talked about this plenty, right? <laughs> Once they get the power, you're screwed. I mean, I'm trying, you're trying, we're all trying to, to get more freedom, more liberty, less regulation, the rest of it. But it's a tough slog. The the uh, the progressives, rather, on the other hand, are asking the government to give itself more power. That's an easy slog. Are you kidding? The bureaucrats are spoiling to do that. Hell, even some of the good conservative ones. That's cocaine for politicians. Wait a minute. You think I ought to have more power, more control to implement that which I think is good and right? Maybe they're people of good conscience. But it's it's crack for a government official to be told, you really ought to have more power. Which is why our founding fathers, God bless them, designed the system that we have with all the checks and balances. They were desperate to prevent politicians from having too much power. You know, it's funny. Uh, Judy and I went on a vacation, I guess it was last summer, and we were walking along a beach and... um, and it was it was really windy on the beach, and a dad and his son were playing catch with a football, which is beautiful and wonderful. Brings back great memories. But the dad was throwing the football downwind, and the kid was having to throw it back into the wind. And I was like, Dad, switch it around, for goodness sakes. Kid's struggling to get the... Come on, dummy. Well... In the same way, those of us who would like the government to have uh, less power, are we're throwing the ball into a 40-mile-per-hour wind, whereas the progressives, please, please, they just drop the ball and it'll start rolling down the beach in that direction, if you know what I mean, but enough on that metaphor. Um, so uh, where were we? So uh, it's like five times as many independents and Republicans. Independents and Republicans are the same in those numbers. I wonder why that is. Want to move to places more friendly politically. There are some really good insights on this and some more statistics, some of which will surprise you. I just took a look at the clock. Holy cow, we're running late. Uh, we'll come back with more on this phenomenon next. Armstrong and Getty. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. All right, so we're diving into this piece by uh, Tom Howell in the Washington Times about how Americans are voting with their feet and heading toward places that are more politically comfortable for them. Or, you know, I would I would phrase it differently. I'd say places that are run uh, more in, in a way that's more closely aligned with their values. Um, <clears throat> but I kept going off on tangents, so let's get into some of the statistics. Uh, Mark Meckler, who we've known for years, haven't seen him in a while, but he's uh, the president of the Convention of States Action, says it's been well documented that there's been a significant exodus, uh, exodus of citizens from blue states since the start of COVID. But this incredible data reveals that it is Republicans and independents who voted with their feet and moved to states more aligned with their values. One of the hidden insights of the 2022 election, the red states got redder and the blue states got bluer. That's clearly true. He pointed to Florida, which gained nearly 330,000 residents during the height of the pandemic and morphed from a purple state into what appears to be, anyway, a Republican stronghold. Around the same time, Republicans made big inroads in voter registration in Florida. They flipped the Democratic advantage in 2018 into a Republican edge of more than 350,000 registered voters as of uh, Halloween this year. Uh, Ron DeSantis, who resisted stringent lockdown policies, romped to re-election, etc. They mentioned some of the big wins in Florida, which were uh, quite noteworthy. Other states are undergoing single-party makeovers. 37 states have trifectas, where the same party controls the governor's office and both chambers of the state houses. There are some states that just have one house, I believe. But anyway, there are 37 of these trifecta states. Republicans control 23 of them. And Democrats control 14, according to Ballotpedia. Uh, there's an imbalance in uh, population, though. The uh, the blue states tend to be higher population, uh, Texas and Florida being notable uh, exceptions. It's the larger, uh, it's a larger number of trifectives than at any point from 1992 to 2021 when they started to pay attention. Um, and California, which has single party control, has been losing residents to other states for two decades. About 7.5 million people have departed and 5.8 million have moved into the state since uh, 2010. Lower and middle income people said high housing costs were a big factor driving the migration, according to the Public Policy Institute of California. Uh, the Policy Institute's uh, senior fellows wrote in a recent blog post, quote, Even so, broader political differences about the role of government in society could still be a factor in some migration decisions. Oh, I guarantee you it is. Uh, conservatives feeling unrepresented in state government, because they are, might be drawn to state uh, states that they see as a better ideological fit. Few I'm sorry, four people already inclined to leave California for other reasons. Politics might push them to finally pack their bags. Ding! That's exactly what I was trying to say. <clears throat> the expense of the crime and the bums and the junkies and the rest of it are a huge factor. Um, 
But when you're completely unrepresented in your state government, just because of the population of the big cities runs the state, you want to leave. Do you think it's a coincidence that Illinois is is one of the other giant exodus states? Chicago and its suburbs have so much population, the rest of the state is totally unheard. Then they go into Texas, one of the top destinations for conservatives fleeing those liberal states. Greg Abbott, the Republican, won re-election easily despite a perception that the state's turning blue. People taking jobs in chemical and technical manufacturing uh, sectors in Texas often aren't you know, college liberals, and they're flocking there uh, to Texas because it's such a uh, manufacturing hotbed these days. Um, boy, I'm st- we don't have much time left. Um, an Axios-Ipsos survey from August found 30% of Americans considered moving during the prior six months. For a long time, mobility was so stalled. You know, there's more to this. We'll squeeze in a little more and got a lot of great stuff to come in the next half hour. Uh, Stay with us if you can. If you can't, grab the podcast later. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, it started out. Here's the snap, Brady dropping, looking, Brady throws, caught ball, it's caught, touchdown Tampa Bay, Rashawn White, Rashawn White, touchdown Buccaneers, fire the carnage, Bucks tie the game at 16. So that was uh, Monday Night Football last night, uh, Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, according to most who looked thoroughly mediocre, the entire game, came back in the final seconds, stunning fashion, a couple of touchdowns, fourth quarter. Actually, in the last three minutes, I think, and won the game. Ah, I watched the uh, Manning cast, they call it, where uh, Peyton and Eli Manning watch the game and chat and have guests and the rest of it. So you get, it's like two shows in one. I really enjoy it, but uh, I do love the football. Man, I tried to quit football. (laughs) I tried so hard. I'm a junkie. I'm a pathetic junkie. Just like the game too much. So getting back to the uh, the really interesting piece in the Washington Times, which is long and chock full of information about folks voting with their feet in America, moving to states that are more politically comfortable to them. They like the style of governance better and the significance of that. Uh, there's some more statistics to look at. Um, I hope you find this as interesting as I do. You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm looking at my phone. I'm getting uh, f- updates and flashes of stuff about the Georgia runoff. 
Well, we were just talking about Texas, where there's a lot of manufacturing and um, and people. Uh, people with pickup trucks who like to hunt are going there to take great jobs, et cetera, and maybe part of the reason's political, but they're, you know, more likely Republican voters just by nature. And those people are moving to Texas a lot. Now there's some intellectual type, that's wrong word, uh, <clears throat> college educated lefty tech types who are moving to Austin, but it's not, um, it's not been the trend that, that some people thought it would be. Texas looks pretty solidly red at this point. Meanwhile, Republican strategists fear an influx of college educated residents will make Georgia more competitive politically and eventually move the state away from the conservative minded, low tax, pro business policies that fuel the economic growth that attracted all the lefty newcomers. It's the don't California my Idaho. Don't. What would it be? I guess don't New York my Georgia. Governor Brian Kemp is a Republican. Now I'm I'm going to read from the Washington Times. I actually disagree with some of this analysis, but I'll tell you why. Governor, uh, da, 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 where was I? Uh, Governor Brian Kemp is a Republican, but President Biden knocked Georgia into the blue column in 2020, months before voters opted for two Democratic U.S. senators. One of them, Raphael Warnock, is locked in a tough runoff election battle with Republican Herschel Walker. You might not like hearing this, but it's true. Trump completely alienated the suburbs, especially women in the suburbs. And that vote is a critical swing vote in Georgia. Downtown Georgia, I'm sorry, downtown Atlanta and the college towns are going to go Democrat no matter what. And the vast geographical swaths of Georgia, the more rural parts of Georgia, not entirely rural, but, you know, small towns and cities and rural Georgia are going to go Republican, no matter what. It's all about the uh, swing voters in the suburbs. And Trump performed miserably with them. And several Trump-endorsed uh, candidates and, and just, you know, the candidates of Purdue and what's-her-face Kelly Leffler did terribly. They really underperformed. I mean, Brian Kemp, the governor, who's very popular, got way, way, way more votes than they did. Um, it's just bad candidates. Combination of Trump alienating a lot of suburban women and a lot of suburban dudes, too. And and the weakness of candidates, I, I don't think it was a, a real, you know, movement of Georgia toward the left. I don't. I, I really don't. Uh, anyway, back to the uh, statistics on people moving where and why. An Axios Ipsos survey from August found that 30% of Americans considered moving during the prior six months, which is astounding. Although economic concerns were most prominent, social issues and values were factors, the pollsters said. Republicans were more likely to consider moving to red states than blue states by 50% to 20%. Now... That's when you get into, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg, or what's the real cause of why they moved to a particular place. If Republicans are two and a half to, Republicans who are thinking of moving are two and a half to one more likely to move to a red state than a blue state. Let's, that's maybe about money because blue states tend to be more expensive, but not exclusively. I mean, you could move, for instance, from California to rural Oregon. Oregon could not be a bluer state. But it's got big chunks of it that are pretty red and pretty inexpensive. I mean, if you're out in rural Oregon, you can get a place for very reasonable. So it's got to be politics in a way that I think they're underappreciating in these polls. Democrats, on the other hand, were more likely to consider moving to blue states than red states by about two to one. Or even swing states by two to one. 
said Ipsos pollster senior Veep, Chris Jackson, for the most part, people look to be going to a safe space for them for their ideological identity. The Trafalgar, Trafalgar results we talked about earlier backed up those findings. Um, and uh, Mark Meckler said, America is in the midst of the great decoupling a Quiet but important trend in American politics is the growing tendency of Americans to seek out and live near others who share their values, work at similar jobs, worship at the same churches, in short, for Americans increasingly to connect with those who live similar lives. That means blue-leaning individuals tend to seek other blue-leaners, red-leaning, etc. It's a public policy professor at the University of Texas at Austin. He said the trend isn't always super intentional. Some people settle where they grew up or don't move far, which can reinforce the trend. Uh, but we've clearly seen a trend toward clusters of like-minded people with clusters at the community level, blah, blah, blah. Um, some analysts aren't convinced the divisive politics will result in mass migration. Others uh, think other things are, are loom larger. They mention abortion, etc. Um, I will tell you this. I'm really curious about what it does to our federal system and federal politics because... A system where you have practically permanently, you know, pick any number, 20 red states, 20 blue states, and 10 purple states, and very, very little movement of those numbers, that's going to be different. And the idea of bringing all Americans together, I'm not a candidate for black America or white America, I'm a candidate for all America. Are people going to bother to say stuff like that? Why would you? Which is another reason why the Electoral College is so important. Oh, thank God for the Electoral College. Can you imagine? If through the uh, the movement of populations, the coastal, uh, densely populated states decided every single presidential election, and if it were just the raw popular vote, the I mean, it could be like... 10 states and we've actually we did that that model once it was a couple of years ago on the show we were talking about why the electoral college is so important such a great idea but if the election went a certain way 10 states could decide every single election because they had the bulk of population the other 40 states would never be represented in the executive branch ever and if you'd like a violent revolution that'd be a great way to start one Make sure people feel completely unrepresented. Anyway, uh, where this goes, I don't think anybody knows, and I'm sure there are twists and turns in the road ahead that none of us can anticipate. Um, But I think part of the driving force behind this is that what used to be local power is now state power, and what used to be state power is now federal power. And so people are, and and a government at all levels has grown in what it does and what it's concerned with and how involved it is with your lives. And so in 19, I'm just throwing out a number, it really doesn't matter. Um, in 1980, to move to a different state because of politics, I mean, you'd have had to have been a, like a super ideologue or way out there or or whatever, because it just didn't matter nearly so much. All politics were much more moderate, and all government was much less involved in your life. It wasn't nearly as activist-y. So, and it's funny, none of these analyses even mention that, which is crazy to me. But, um, you know, they have their blind spots, as I'm sure I do, too. But um, why so much movement? Because of government policy? 
Because so much government. Your thoughts, have you moved? Are you going to move? Are you thinking about moving from one state to another? And why? And, and is it even possible to rank the reasons, really? I'm not sure it is. Email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. That's mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, make something, uh, use something obvious in the subject line, why I moved or something like that. And we'll, maybe next hour tomorrow we'll, we'll talk about some of the things that, uh, y'all say about it. Cause it is a huge phenomenon in the U.S. right now. All right. We're going to finish strong in minutes. Hope you can hang around. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> The Armstrong and Getty Show. He's out there saving the <laughs> Look, country. You know what? I'm, he's a rock star, I think. Michael Avenatti's a beast. You're like the Holy Spirit. You are <laughs> all places at all times. Sitting beside me right now. I'm not going to let you cheat. You, you have to guess. Uh, and hint, his name is Michael Avenatti. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, something else. Michael Avenatti, I'd like to meet you sometime over uh, a dinner. You got lucky tonight. We're back with attorney Michael Avenatti. He is a main player. Looking ahead to 2020, uh, one reason why I'm taking you seriously as a contender is because of your presence on cable news. Yes, uh, contender for the presidency, Michael Avenatti. Why did we play that? Well, to set up playing this. Celebrity lawyer Michael Avenatti has been sentenced to 14 years in prison and ordered to pay $7 million in restitution after admitting he cheated four of his clients out of millions of dollars. The sentence from a South Southern California court should run consecutively to the five-year prison term he's currently serving for separate convictions in New York. Some things need no comment. (laughs) The silly, silly fools of the the mainstream media. They see so much through emotion. That makes it harder for them to spot a con man, I guess. He's saying the things they want to hear. I guess we're all guilty of that to some extent. But uh, Speaking of... um, the silly, silly, uh, untrustworthy fools of mainstream media. We will soon have up a link to the excellent debate that I've referenced between uh, Matt Taibbi and Douglas Murray on the one side and Malcolm Gladwell and Michelle Goldberg of the New York Times on the other. 
as to whether you should trust the mainstream media. It's terrific. It's an hour and a half long. I never watch anything that long uh, in the course of uh, you know getting ready for the next show just because it takes too much time. It, it was so good, I watched the whole thing. Um, interesting stuff. And we'll have it posted, a link at armstrongandgetty.com before long. Check back once or twice, maybe a little later today. But um, if you can clear enough time to watch it, it's interesting. Not only, you know, in, in what's said and, and the conclusion of the debate and the shocking, spoiler alert, um, voting at the end of it by the audience, <clears throat> uh, which goes from almost exactly 50-50 whether they accept the premise you should not trust the mainstream media. They had the audience vote in advance, thousands of people too. It's not a huge haul, but it's a pretty big one. Um, and it went from 50-50 to 2-1. to one. Again, sorry, spoiler. But the people arguing you should not trust the mainstream media won the day. It was the record for that uh, debate series, actually. And it's really good. Uh, anyway, uh, again, that'll be at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, before we go, I wanted to squeeze in a couple more thoughts and comments on the whole, uh, the Twitter files, Elon Musk, Matt Taibbi, speaking of Matt, um, and, and the Hunter Biden laptop story and why it matters, not just about Hunter and Joe Biden and whether the big guy's getting his 10% in the Biden crime family, but the collusion between the Biden administration and or the FBI, the Justice Department, and social media to influence the outcome of an election. And they're all claiming, well, it was righteous concern about Russian interference, but there are a lot of reasons to think that's not true, that they just all agreed behind the scenes, we, behind the scenes rather, we can't have Trump get elected, and we're going to do what we got to do. And I think they use Twitter as dupes, by the way. Twitter are are 98% lefties who are more than happy to be duped. But I feel like they got duped. And uh, here's a little more detail on that. Michael, I'm going to ask for a clip here. A clip number 20, please. This is Mike Emanuel on Fox News. A political storm is underway with conservatives accusing social media giant Twitter of censorship in the lead up to the 2020 election. And its new CEO is promising... We haven't heard the whole story yet. There will be more smoking guns because the obvious next question is, well, what happened after the election? Twitter CEO Elon Musk teasing there's more to come after his release of internal emails relating to the social media giant's actions prior to the 2020 election. Musk allowing independent journalists Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss access to the internal documents. You know, well, uh, give us one more. Give us 22, Michael. Taibbi laid out round one of what he learned in a lengthy tweet thread on Friday. He wrote that posts and users were routinely removed at the request of both political parties, noting Democrats held more clout on that front due to political leanings of staff. Matt posted like political contributions of Twitter being over 99% Democrat. To make his case, he revealed this comment between Twitter employees saying, quote, more to review from the Biden team. Then the response handled these yeah and and uh, i love mike Emanuel, but i think he missed the really really powerful point which is that you have the sitting administration the executive branch of government the chief law enforcement officer of the united states that's the president and his people saying to a private enterprise look into these twitter posts and the response came taken care of so you have Twitter, social media giant, 
executing the wishes of the executive branch in terms of who ought to be shut down and who not. And I didn't, uh, well, I, I couldn't because they're shut down, but I didn't look into those specific tweets or Twitter threads and, and why the Biden administration wanted them shut down. But the fact that a private organization be executing the censorship wishes of the executive branch, that's incredibly troubling. We know Twitter's biased and full of a bunch of woke, lefty youngsters. Everybody knows that. It's not a shock. But if the executive branch is censoring by proxy, that's something everybody needs to know. Is Beautiful. Um, it's kind of funny we're doing final thoughts since like half of the team is gone. Uh, we talked about having executive producer Mike Hansen as an honorary final thoughtist, but we didn't get that set up. Uh, we're actually working on uh, <clears throat> replenishing the crew, but uh, Michelangelo, do you have a final thought you'd like to share? Actually, there's a clip I'm going to play real quick. It's a 12-second clip here. Just- Quite frankly, they're not worried about getting in trouble. They know nothing's going to happen Oops. to them. They know they're... My- so i never seen this. Check it. These doors don't open. None of the liquor. Put your ID and press scan. It starts scanning your ID. Once it's done scanning, it says what door? I want the Bud Light door. What is that? Those are doors that scan your ID in order to purchase alcohol. So instead of going to the clerk, you're now going to hold your ID up to the door. It'll scan it, and then if you're 21, it'll give you a drink. Now I was just thinking, you know what else it'll do? It'll track you, and you'll be getting stuff from the beer you know, companies in your emails and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Wow. Good poll there, Michael. Good conclusion. Yeah, if it's reading data, it's probably collecting data. And if it's collecting data, it's selling data. My final thought is a lot of good stuff at armstrongandgiddy.com from the hot links, including the Matt Taibbi, uh, Douglas Murray at all debate, which I thought was terrific. Uh, hot links, uh, you can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Have you or are you considering moving to a different place, partly because of politics? Get some A&G swag to make sure you have it in time for Christmas. Armstrong and Getty store, we'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. I understand, you know, how shocking that was for people, man. Right. You know. That is offensive to me. I need both of you to stop. It is over. I said bye. Adios, mofo. Son of a are you sure of that dude well yep absolutely ah! okay the point is not well taken thank you when it comes on for you to go you have to go the meeting is done the meeting adjourned. thank you all very much open a limited time 11 month certificate at kemba financial credit union at 5.25 percent apy it's more than triple the national average plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details offer expires may 31st 2024 apy equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply 500 minimum and two hundred fifty thousand dollars maximum deposit advantage status required comparison based on bank rate average federally insured by ncua Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.